what? Now's the time I should have said, I can't believe Munchu sounds like Olaf. Huh? <laughs> I'm clever. It's not funny the second time. Though. It's not funny now. No. I know to the audience it's the first time, but to us. Yeah. But it's not it's funny like for seven. them either. Don't worry, it I mean, wasn't funny the either. Seventeenth time he said it. I know he kept. He, he thought he was live, and he kept saying it. It, it wasn't funny we both times. Remember? 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 We're gonna say that a lot because remember, remember geeks with kids. <laughs> it's the biweekly geeky podcast from the parenting point of view. I'm That's your host, Eric. Yeah. See, finally, one good times. One um, good. <laughs> joining me this week is Dave and Brent. How's it going, guys? We have a, a small, a, sw- a small, small cast today, which is, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have just put our faces like giant on our stream, like the, just fill up the whole width. I'm going to, yeah, no, I don't really, really want to do that because that, that if takes If my face is blown up, I want it to be blown up like in scanners. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I just noticed that you have a, like, is that a wooden D, uh, D20 on your wall? Yeah, I got that at the EGLX we met up at. Oh, nice, in nice. 2019. Yeah, yeah. I bought one for me and I bought one for my best friend. I think I kept the the lighter color. I think mine is oak and his is walnut. Is it thick or is it thin? It's thick. Do you want me to grab it? Yeah, yeah. Please. All right. I like art. Um, I've been moving a lot. How thick is it? How thick <laughs> is it? Do you need both hands to grab it? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it's funny when he can't hear it. It's it's thick. Oh it damn! Is. It's actually like a, yeah. a full. Yeah, it's 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 thicker than my hand. Damn, damn, that's yeah. all. That's nice. Yeah, it's I, solid. Oh my yeah. god, it's bigger than his hand. We, we can, just uh, we can order this. Uh, I'll I'll try. Well, it'll be backwards on stream, won't it? But I'll uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Anyway, it doesn't matter for people who listen to us. Uh, you know, just audibly. Sure. So that's cool. Anyways, welcome to Geeks with Kids. We are we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife because it just came out a couple days ago, and uh, we have a lot to say because. The room is varied on our opinions of it. Anyways, like we do every week, we're going to start off with what we're liking. What, uh, what's good? What's good, Brent? What is good? What's your yum um, this week? My number one yum is finally getting myself a, what I, I mean, I've been calling it my ghetto setup, but like, isn't considering that I have my laptop. It's a good setup, man. Well, I know, but right now my my laptop is propped up on a cardboard box and my webcam is propped up on a box of Triscuits. You know how uh, many streamers started like that? Like all yeah, of them. Out of all the crackers you can choose as like a foundation for something, I, Triscuits are probably the best. It's true. I also um it's all the back leg is on a box of wheat thins. Wheat so, thins are all right. Rolling. Well, that's the, if you need like a like a thin shim, right? That's what a wheat thin is for. You just want to level it out there? Yeah, I understand. Well, yeah. you got a new setup, man. It's it's really good. Like you have, I do mostly I, Elgato thank you stuff. For the recognition. Right? I love my pretty new microphone. I like that mic. My ring light, uh, making my uh, baldness even more apparent. What are you talking about? You just um, uh, you just shine. You're just trying to be like uh, Jean Luc Picard. That's cool. What's That's wrong? Fine. Listen, Patrick Stewart. My mom told me when I was a kid, even that Patrick Stewart made bald sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. I'm not Patrick Stewart. Gunny. I think it's the English accent. Well, he was yeah, Gunny, right? He's a very, very specific you know, voice. It helps. He played but, Gunny, you know, right? Just um, he played Gurney Howard. Gurney. Yeah. Why did I say Gunny? I don't know why. You think of Arlie Ernie? I'm very tired right now. <laughs> my 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 kid has been sick. She had a fever, so last night we were up till God knows how long. And, and then, you didn't give her enough cowbell. That's the only answer. I know that's uh, that's the issue. Um, yeah. So you have your new stream. Set up, and you've been streaming I, I, a lot lately. 
I yeah, and I switched from Streamlabs to uh, the Stream Elements and OBS Live last night because Slobs is garbage. I was up until about five thirty six in the morning getting all of my scenes ready, getting all the music put into it. I spent all afternoon getting it all set up, and then I go live, and the internet shit the bed. <laughs> and I'm getting sixty five percent frame drops, and I'm like, it, it's so games. weird, like. Like even like we have pretty good, generally good internet, but every one every once in a while, Roger's like, "Nope, fuck you, yeah. you don't get the stream today." And I'm like, "Cool, thank you. Yeah, I'm we're, glad we're I'm paying this much." Source cable, the the wonderful source cable. Is that like um of, the Radio Shack? It's one of those cables. You no, know, it's like one of those cable companies that's like uh, only for like my block and maybe the block next to us. Ah, uh, yes, like, that's yeah. that, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's Jerry's. Cable. I, I, it's weird that you guys are in a contract too. I never knew that con- like um, internet people had like it's, long contracts. It, it was weird. It's a, it's a retirement community. Everything in here is on contract, and everything is like they make you do everything for ten years because they just assume that everybody that lives here isn't going to last that long. So make them pay for it now. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and then what do they need but, internet for? Right? They need it for their exactly. their newspapers and their. Uh... Well, they want to. They want to Skype with their grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well gouge them if they want to Skype and look yeah. nice, right? But yeah, I got all now this sad. set up. Hopefully it'll start working again, and then I can continue going with my other yums, which have been uh, two of what I call the hidden gems this year that uh, I kind of put off for a while, and now that I'm playing, have become two of my favorite games of the year, hands down, which is Grime and The Artful Escape. Um, and thank you for recommending the Artful Escape to me because, god damn, if there's not such a better game to just chill out, lose yourself in, like just fade into the couch and lose yourself to it. Right. It's wonderful. Press X, yeah. my friend. Press X to rock out. Have you played Journey already? Have you played Journey yes. before? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Flower. I, I played the, yeah, I played the, uh, they had that on PS Plus like right when I got the PlayStation 4. So, and I had no game. So I was like, I wanted to play everything at that time. So, yeah, I played through Journey. It reminded me a lot of that. Just very mellow. It's just all about the experience. It's not about the gameplay necessarily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas Grime is the opposite. Grime is all about the gameplay. Beautiful visuals. Like very, very tough battles in it. But um, just absolutely like wonderful little storyline. Wonderful experience so far. And it's a Metroidvania, the Grime one. Um, Whereas Artful Escape is a side-scrolling adventure i guess yeah our full escape is is basically ecstasy as a video game um it's by anna perna interactive if that gives you guys any thought of what kind of game it is those games are generally very arty and good they also released 12 minutes this year and uh maquette which was a great free playstation game they released killing it yeah and i and our full escape is up for best indie game of the year through who uh, through the, the Game Awards. Oh, the Game Awards? Okay, cool. Nominees came out three days ago? Oh. Friday. Yeah, it's it's up for Best Indie. Back for Blood was nominated for Best Co-op Game, I think. I think yeah, yeah, I think that's like it. it. Well, maybe we'll talk about it in the news as I pull it up as we uh, go over to Dave. Um, what, what's your, what is your good? What's good this week? Um, You know, could be Halo. Could be Halo. Could it's be. not going to be Halo. Is it Battlefield 2042? I haven't played it. Don't have it. I don't have it on PC. I you, said a bunch you have of Game Pass, don't it. you? No, I don't have Game Pass. Oh, okay. I thought you. Blood, 
man. I paid full price. Now it's 30% off. So mm. if you want to play Back for Blood, 30% off right now. It's like on every platform. You can buy the uh, the Season Pass Edition for like 70 Canadian. And it's like an $80 game Canadian normally. Yeah. Does Harcraft so great- play um, like Battlefield and Battlefront and all those type? No, he doesn't. Play, Damn. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't play. Like He wouldn't even play Halo with us. I talked to him. That's like, true. That's my brother. I talked to him for like four hours last night. I was like, <laughs> play Halo with us? And he's like, nah, I don't think so. He'll play co-op, but he won't play multiple. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but no, I watched season one and two of Taskmaster finally. Ooh! And I have watched a lot of clips and even like random episodes. I watched season eleven first, actually, and then I watched. Then I'm, I should start from the beginning because I'd seen most of the tasks already. Uh, God, Taskmaster is so good. You can actually just watch it on YouTube. They have a YouTube channel, Taskmaster. You can just watch. I think series one through ten right now, like totally. It's not pirated or anything. They put it up, or you can just watch clips. It's so funny. Like, I watch half of those people on, like, 8 out of 10 Cats, and 8 out of 10 Cats does Countdown, and never mind the Buzzcocks and whatever other British panel show. Taskmaster's so good. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, in stitches for, I don't know how many hours that was, like, 11 hours. Yeah. (laughs) That, I do like that show. Um, I got onto the show a number of years ago. I can't even remember why, but it. 2016, I think, is when it started. Yeah. That's, that was, like, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, how did I not know about this earlier? Mm. Uh, that and I watched the first four episodes of Cowboy Bebop, but I think we'll probably talk about that at some point. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen the live action one. I wanted to, I wanted to watch it this weekend, but this weekend was sort of a a blur of craziness. They're not short. They're long episodes. Which is weird. The anime was thirty minutes, was it not? I remember each episode not being that long. Never, never watched. I only watched the movie twenty oh. years ago. The anime is actually on Netflix right now, so you can. I know I'm planning. Well, because we haven't done the make Dave watch an anime episode yet. So oh damn! Gonna... I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah we, we should do that. that at some point. Oh, pretty soon we got to talk about The Witcher and a bunch oh, of other so things. I I do want to do an episode of our our top three like movies, video games, uh, TV shows of this year. Mm. Um, before thinking of that then. Before the end of the year, and then we have our table read in two weeks, so. So that's gonna be fun. Um, we'll we'll only got not a lot of episodes left this year. Nope, two, <laughs> two, wow. or one. It, it, we maybe we'll do the the list next time, and then we'll record the the table read off like randomly, and then I'll put it yeah, throughout the holiday. Record that offline anyway. So. Yeah, I can do either. It doesn't matter. It's a it's a video. Um. Uh. Anyway, so what's my good? It could be Halo. It could be Far Cry 6, which I just finished, which, uh, well, no, no, I haven't finished. I'm right at the end of, but it's not. That's hard. Far oh, Cry 6. you get one of those emails that says you're too much of a coward to finish Far Cry 6. <laughs> yeah, well, I only have a couple more days left on my Ubisoft Plus uh, membership I did a month so that I could beat that game. Um, they released the first DLC for it where you play the bad guy from Far Cry 3. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh shit. It's it's cool. You go into the mind of him and then you sort of like it's it's neat. It's a little yeah, trippy. Yeah, that's gotta be a fucked up trip. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty cool. Um but um uh, my yum of the week is actually a TV show I just randomly um started watching because David Manzukas was in it. I, it was a clip that I saw online. I was like, What show is this? No. It's a show called I'm Sorry. Oh, wait, do you, do you mean Jason oh. Manzukas? Yeah, Jason Manzukas. You said David said, yeah. Did I say David Manzukas? Yeah. Maybe I was looking. I was probably looking, looking at you. At, looking at me. <laughs> Jason Manzukas. Anyway, yeah. um, David. Uh, oh God, <laughs> I said it again. 
<laughs> so it has Jason Manzoukas. Anyway, and but I've heard of this. this one. Yeah, this TV show is called I'm Sorry. It's on True. Um, I don't know what that is in Canada, um, but it stars Andrea Savage. Uh, it sometimes comes up on like TNT. Here. Oh, I don't. I don't have cable, so I don't know. Um, oh, Tom don't Tom one. Everett Scott. I don't know if you remember. Um, what was he in? He was in that uh that oh, musical Tom, movie. I have Tom, seen this. that thing I you do. The first season of it. It was like she's like a female Larry David in it. Yeah, sort of. Like yeah. It, yeah, it reminded me it was very reminiscent of Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's hilarious. It's a seemingly confident yeah. comedy writer, wife, and mom comically exposes her inner immaturity and neuroses through unexpected life situations. It's very funny. Uh, Andrea Savage is very funny. I remember her from, was it Extras? I think she was on. Um, she was also on iZombie for a little bit. And Oh, no, ep- not Extras. Episodes. I always mix up those two shows. Um, yeah. So... And she was on Veep as well. She played Laura Montez. Eh. Anyway, it's very funny. Very, very funny. I, I highly recommend it if you can find it. Yeah, I watched the first season of it uh, last year. I thought it was fantastic. They got a second season, and then um, they got renewed for a third season. COVID happened, and then the network canceled them because COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, eh, we don't want to spend money anymore. And, we're like, and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks. Um Anyways, let's, uh, I didn't have any news written down, but, uh, I guess I have news now because I just pulled up all the nominations for the game awards. This is the first year I've played all of them except for Psychonauts 2. Oh, so game of the year, we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. I haven't played Resident Evil Village. Um, I haven't played any of those games. You didn't? Yep, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> most, of them, most of them are like PS5. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you didn't play Ratchet and Clank? Oh, yeah, PS5. yeah, PS5. I, I think a lot of people didn't play you, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that's fair. You should get one. They're fun. They're cool. they're hard to find. <laughs> I, you know what? I went to Costco the other day and they had the peg for it. None of the papers, but they had a shit ton of dual dual sense controllers. So I was like, oh, it's supposed to be a restock coming right before Christmas. Yeah. So I prob I still probably won't buy one though. Yeah, it, it, it's just not worth it for me oh that's fair you have a good pc and stuff like the exclusives the exclusives are very limited right now for the ps5 most yeah ratchet and clank I don't have a 4k tv i don't either or an hdr tv so yeah well i might get one there i saw one for 400 dollars at best buy for best for black friday so i'm like what brand, what brand was it? uh high sense i think which is oh, all right. No, 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 no. Don't get that. Don't get a high sense. It's all right. I tried... No, I, I bought a high sense. It lasted probably about eight months before it, everything started uh, cocking out on it. Weird. And even if that doesn't happen, what it'll probably mean is it'll be a lot dimmer because they'll use like cheaper things. So yeah. it'll just be a darker screen. Most of the cheaper, like four to, so four, four, the four to 700 uh, that they've brought down to are all LCD or LED. OLED ones in or LED 4Ks instead of the OLED ones, so I understand where the difference is. Plus, I used to calibrate TVs for a living, so I I won't I, have an issue. <laughs> like I've got a I've got a Samsung right now. Like I bought. There's a also a Samsung 50, for uh, I bought a Samsung 700 bucks. Five inch uh, 4K LED, and it was uh, I think I got it for about 650. Roughly. Yeah, I think it's 700 right now for for a 55 inch or a 60 inch one. Yeah. 
which I might yeah, get. Don't just just trust me. Don't go with the high sense. It was it didn't even last. Didn't even make. It I wasn't either. going to, but yeah, we'll see. It's I went. I, I have no space because, right like, now. Was <laughs> one, I was like, I just want a better TV now. And then the thing like died almost immediately. That's why you get the protection. No, don't get the protection. Anyway, uh, the lottery so I can buy a Bravia one day. You know, just like I have one right there. there. Oh, <laughs> I have so a, I have a, yeah, that's it's great because um, I use the PlayStation Media Remote to turn it on. It turns on my TV, my receiver, and my PS5 all at the same time. And I'm just like, cool. Thank you, Sony, for all talking. Yeah, because my receiver is Sony as well. Um, best narrative, we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, okay, and Psychonauts 2. By all counts, I'm, Guardians of the Galaxy is really good. Apparently, just, yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah. Because of the Avengers game that fucking I've, ruined. Yeah. I've got to go for best narrative, though, for me personally. i got to go It Takes Two. I was going to say... That was, that was such an, a fun, amazing little storyline. Yeah, like, I, I would say True Colors, uh, Life is Strange for best narrative like how are you gonna like that, come on best narrative how are you gonna beat something where it's like it's a game about like two parents that are about to get divorced and now they're fighting wasps <laughs> that's fair <laughs> look at all the squirrels they're crazy um best art direction we have death loop death loop really okay uh kenna bridge they, of spirits they needed, to, they needed a game to really get behind this year and apparently they probably wanted to put an fps reason. in there specifically, oh fair right? So, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which I would agree, and The Artful yeah. Escape, which I really agree. Um, best score music, we have Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. The music the was... Score for it's good. Was it? It was, it was not memorable for me. Deathloop, uh, Near Replicant version 1.224. I'm not going to read that number. It's too long. Marvel's okay. Guardians of the Galaxy and their Artful Escape. Artful Escape. Artful Escape, 100%. Yeah. Best, best audio design, Deathloop. Forza Horizon 5, that is actually really good. Uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was also very good. Resident Evil yeah. Village and Returnal. Returnal had really good audio. Like, the sound sound was phenomenal. Especially since Returnal being a PlayStation exclusive, right? With yeah. all the... All 3D the just, audio. But didn't Mark Cerny do a whole thing? He did a whole talk on just the audio for the PS5 being yeah. way better than any other console on most computers. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and Returnal was really good, even with just the the surround sound instead of the headsets but the headset added a lot more uh best performance um this is uh voice acting press performance erica mori for life is strange giancarlo esposito for far cry 6 jason e kelly for death loop maggie robinson for resident evil village ozio ama akaga for death loop i character I get yeah no it just says uh, awarded to an no. individual for voice acting voiceover acting motion and or performance capture I, uh she does the she was the the female assassin in the game i can't remember oh okay i have no Jason kelly plays uh he played cole in it, uh, and he's up for the other one so. i guess far cry giancarlo esposito I love that this is just another FPS. Where, what should we name our protagonist? Well, nobody's used Cole for a while. Remember Cole? That was a popular name at a time. Um, yeah. was, it, was it Cole or was it Colt? Colt. Oh, it's probably Colt. It's Colt. It's Colt. Colt. Like Rex a gun. Like oh, a Rex gun. He's the guy from Far Cry Blood Dragon, voiced by oh, Bane. No, nice. Um, best games for impact. A thought-provoking game with pro-social meaning or message. I didn't know that that was a... 
category. I, I think I like, two hours, man. I think that game it was called Like a Dragon, where it was like about cancer. I think that game is like what spurned this category. Is Boy, uh, come into existence. Yeah, that makes sense. This one has Before Your Eyes, which I've never heard of. Boyfriend Dungeon. Mm. Chick. Um, Chicory, a colorful tale. I know that one. Life is strange, true colors, which will probably win. And no longer home. I don't know that one. Best ongoing game: Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV Online, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Ooh, I don't know. I would, I would hope Final Fantasy wins that because yeah. I don't think they fucked up this year. <laughs> Did Genshin? They would, but I'm pretty sure. I have a feeling it's going to lean towards Apex this year. Really? I would hope not, because yeah. they basically had three months where their game was unplayable. Hey. And not, not just for me, but for a lot of other people, too. I feel like they just, I feel like it's one of those things where they're not going to give it to Fortnite anymore, and I don't think they want to give it to a Call of Duty game, so that's why I'm like, Apex to me seems like the, just the logical, like, a lot of people are playing it, and it's not one of these mainstream. I would probably, I, I think Final Fantasy Fortnite. It got a huge update this year. Yeah. And it has DLC coming out later. And Genshin Impact, Mike, because Genshin Impact is, is like kind of like the new Fortnite where it's just got like a lot of crossovers and yeah, apparently the gameplay is great. It plays like Breath of the Wild is what people say. I don't know. I didn't know. It, it, uh, it, 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 it make any sense to me. It was all right. Who was it? Was it Steven or was it Hawk that said that they were playing that a lot? It was Shouse. Shouse was just right in there. Mm. Anyway, best indie game, 12 minutes, Death Door, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, Loop Hero. I'm surprised that um, Artful Escape's not there. Hmm. Isn't 12 minutes also the same company? Yeah. As Artful yeah. Escape, yeah. Well, they probably didn't want to give it to two. That's fair. Uh, best debut indie game, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape, there it is, The Forgotten City, and Valheim. Oh, Valheim, eh? Oh, Valheim better win something because that game <laughs> is good. Best mobile game? Let's skip over this because mobile games are garbage. Best, <laughs> best awards. The, the best esports commentators. Is that here? Let's oh my god! How long? Team coaches. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Let's go. So I'm not gonna do all of these because there's coaches. so many. Like there's community support. Best VR. Eh, I don't care. Innovation and uh, okay, innovation and accessibility. I'm gonna say this one because that's that's awesome. Far Cry Six, Horizon uh, Five. Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and The Veil. I think Forza is going to win that one because they added sign signers in the game, like an actual person signs the whole game in the corner. Like that's that's damn good. Um, Boy, their yeah. hands tired. <laughs> um, best action game. How many people bought this. Oh god. <laughs> okay, I'll read the next one. Best action game: Back Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, yeah. Deathloop, Far Cry Six, Returnal. Oh, Chivalry Two. I would. I. I really want to get a group to play Chivalry because I love playing those games. I never played it. Uh, I shit all over it in the PS5 review. I gotta go return one on that one. Hmm. Interesting. Action adventure game: Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts 2. You know what? We should maybe do it. Just do a, a video on this maybe later one day. Or maybe just right before the. Aren't the awards just did this week? Are they this yeah. week? I'm pretty, yeah, it's, uh, no, it's like first week of December, I think. Yeah, it's usually December. Um, maybe I'll talk to them with a, grab a media pass and maybe we can stream it and talk about it if people want to do that. Um, yeah. Cause really, I don't want to go through all of this. There's so many. I still, you know, I love hearing my own voice. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> family game, sports, sim, multiplayer, content creator. Okay. Best streamer. Esports athlete. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> esports coach, esports All event. Right. Oh my no, god, there's so many. This people who sit in a chair and play video games 12 hours a day. No, 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 I'm not. I, I'm talking about that they broke up esports into the these many coach. things. I'm snorting at the best esports coach as a game awards. No, category. I'm just Come surprised on. there are five esports sections. Like that's crazy. They need sponsorship. Uh, not really. They um, have yes. enough sponsorship. <laughs> Considering like what what a StarCraft pro makes in their lifetime is what somebody makes for winning one Fortnite tournament. I yep. don't think like this esports community, like that, certain parts of the community, might one sponsor is probably enough for the game awards. The the last one I'm gonna mention the last the the, the last category is most anticipated game. The five Elden Ring. Yep. What else? Yes. Yes. Breath of Wild Thraw 2. Yes. Uh, what else is coming out soon? What else is coming out soon? Ooh, uh, there's two more. Horizon? Horizon, Horizon West, yes. Yeah. Forbidden West. And one more. Oh, wow. Well, how many of those are PlayStation exclusives? Uh, it must be an Xbox game. Is two of them. Infinite? Nope. No, it's... it's I, it no, is I'm it is an Xbox uh, exclusive, I think. It's... It, eh? It's, yeah. game. it's Starfield. Oh. Oh yeah! See how excited we are for <laughs> a game we know literally nothing about. Yep, yep. Um, out of those five, I want to say I'm excited for Elden Ring. Oh, are you kidding? God of War, Ragnarok. I'm, yeah, no, but I know that's gonna that's, be good. I don't know what Elden Ring brings, I so think, I'm excited I about think, that. Personally, I'm excited for Elden Ring. What do I think would win? I think God of War, Ragnarok is really anticipated than, than Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. No, because Breath really? of the Wild 2 is so far off in the distance. That's fair. God of War we know is coming next year. Also, Breath of the Wild like might be kind of story-driven. God of War has... Maybe the previous games weren't so much, but the 20... Was it 2016, 2018? Has an amazing story. Yep, yep, that's true. Yeah. And people are literally like just dying to find out what happens next because that game and just basically ends on a cliffhanger. Yep. Not only that, but like you, you ask like any critic out there, and it is on almost every critic's like game oh of the God. decade. Like it not just game of the year for that year, game of the decade or best game of all time. I bought it. Like, it's like a greatest hits game, and then because like I played every other God of War game, including the PSP games, mm -hmm. and I love God of War. And I was like, this isn't, I don't know why people like this. This isn't like God of War at all. Oh, this is a really good game. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it is a damn good game. Um, any other? As, as soon as I didn't hate the kid, I was like, they did something right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, because we hate not kids hate, on Geeks with they Kids. They made me not, I hate the kids <laughs> in, that tag along in video games. And they made me not hate the kids. Did, you, did uh, you play The Last of Us? Did you hate Ellie? Uh, she was whiny at times. That's not a that's not a yes. Uh, I did not hate Ellie, uh, but I did like Joel better. Mm. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, so apparently, what other news? Uh, there's there was an interview with the trilogy, the 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 sequel trilogy, the Star Wars sequel trilogy, stars recently, and uh, there's a there's talks that maybe their faces will return in something. Their characters will return. <laughs> I know, okay. I know, like, I don't what care. Did, what did Oscar Isaac say? Because, like, he's going to be, he's going to be Moon Knight. He's going to be Solid Snake. He's Leto Atreides. Like, he's got, he's had a great billing since the end of the Star Wars, his Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. 
Don't and he was apocalypse. like, "Apocalypse." What? Did he, I think he said like, "He's like, I'll go back to Star Wars for another dumb truck of money or whatever." <laughs> it was, right? like, he's like, "Sure, whatever." Why not? Um, yeah. He he just likes playing in the world, and as an actor, I I appreciate that. Uh, Battlefield twenty forty two is, I think, the worst reviewed Steam game right now. That's fun. Um, it's probably it's, not deserving because the game is playable at least like it's not it's playable yeah, it's, it's, it's buggy there is it's not is it getting is it getting worse than the gta trilogy not no well, the gta trilogy was pulled remember yeah. so they probably can't even oh they did pull it, it? Yeah. yeah they pulled it they yeah. pulled it on oh, everything uh, terrible um anyways let's uh let's uh let's talk there's about maybe there's one last thing that like you know the activision oh. blizzard news that just get, keeps getting worse that oh, bobby kodak yeah, bobby was kodak. like fully aware basically of everything that was going on and decided to ignore it and threatened a co-worker not even a co-worker a subordinate and did all this other it's all it's been all over he news. left her a voicemail in 2006 uh, that, that he, would, he kill would kill her and then, and then later he was like, ah, uh, my, my tone was wrong. Yeah, I apologize yeah. for my tone. I, it, was, it was what a garbage person. Garbage oh person. God. Anyway, let's talk about, uh, you know, Ghostbusters. This, uh, this uh, movie that came out on Remember? on Friday. Remember <laughs> Friday? So Ghostbusters Afterlight. Afterlife. Afterlight was, <laughs> after was released November 19, 2021. It is written and directed by Jason Reitman. Um, also written by Ghostbusters Gil. Afterbirth. Oh, all uh, right. Yeah, I, I think I think Brett may not have <laughs> liked the movie uh, based on what he said. Um, it's uh, it was produced by Ivan Reitman. It stars Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard, McKenna Grace, Paul Rudd, uh, a bunch of uh, old uh, Ghostbusters and some other stuff. Don't forget cameo. Is it a cameo? There's Annie Potts was back. That was cool. Annie Potts was there. Um, she's I count her as a Ghostbuster. She was part of the crew. Um, it also basically uh, the only one who didn't return was Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, well, uh, I'm just I, Harold Ramis didn't spoil, return. <laughs> spoiler territory. There was another character that did not appear in the movie, well, but appeared let's, in this credit scene. Let, let's, so let's let's just we'll, we'll do the we'll do the spoiler. Was we'll it do a not saying that yet? We'll do we'll do a spoiler section after we do like a short, um, <laughs> short review. Um, so this and is I a, disagree that Rick Moranis was not in this movie, but I'll get to that in a bit. All I right. think I know what you mean, but I'm confused, but I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, this movie is a sequel to the 1984 and the 1989. Is that one? Nine sounds right. Yeah, uh, sounds right. I was watching it earlier on Netflix. I was too. I was watching. I watched Ghostbusters. 1989 Ghostbusters two. Um, this does not connect to Ghostbusters. Call answer the call or whatever. Well, that's the hell they supposed called. to be a totally separate world. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, just I'm just saying it out there for the yeah. internet to say it's not connected to the to the, uh, the answer Fague the call one. one. Um, that was created by Paul Feig. Uh, Feig. 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 It's spelled Feige? the same as Kevin Feige, but they pronounce but it differently. The, yeah, because well, he <laughs> has Paul an e at the end. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Paul, Paul Feig. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, the Christian Wake one. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Kristen Wiig. Yes. So, IMDb has a summary for this. Uh, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Um, so let's do it like we do normally. Our TLDR of um, the movie. Um, let's keep it to well, under that. Yep. That and then ghosts happen. 
Yeah, I meant review. Like, what what, oh. what you thought? Like your TLDR. I'm gonna start Could you with, really gonna quickly start... first for for me who has only been here for a few months now. Uh, what the fuck is TLDR? Too long Too didn't long. read, so it's a short summary, like two oh, or three okay. sentences. Uh, what okay. you thought of it? Let's start with Brent because you looked uh, you look super happy right now. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife was a fantastic movie for the first half an hour until it became a completely different movie for the next half an hour and then became a completely different movie for the last half an hour. And then I'll wait to get even more into that later. Remember Ghostbusters, Dave? What do you do think? So I didn't pay as much attention to this movie, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but I didn't uh, I didn't hate it. That's for sure. I I thought it was fine. <laughs> I think like there's I love Paul Rudd. So I was like, oh, Paul Rudd. Like that's and um, I'm not I don't know Paul Rudd. I like I like the kids. I, I liked all the actors that were in. I think they all did. a. I, I liked that. I didn't hate anything. I th- it just felt like it like a a movie. It's not a spectacular movie is the thing. No. But yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was a fun movie. It was. Um, it was. Uh, it was a movie that introduced people back into that, like world. I think that was the point of this movie. It was Ghostbusters via Amblin Entertainment. It felt like a nineteen eighties Spielberg film set in the Ghostbusters realm. It was like if Stranger Things didn't go so fucking dark. Yeah, it yeah, that's what they they want to be ambling films on TV. So yeah. that's what it feels like. It felt it felt like that. So um And that was the part of it I liked. Let's go into the I, let's go into it. Let's go into this movie then. Let spoilers from now on, you know. Um wait, I think I have a spoiler. Do I have a spoiler thing here? Spoiler I used to have a spoiler thing, like an overlay. So Brian, but the first yes. the first third of the movie feels like a pretty great setup, right? Yes. I loved the first act of the movie. Uh, I I love the direction they were going with it. New characters, breathing new life into the franchise, starting over with this whole new storyline. And I liked the way it was going. And also, I liked the characters. Like, McKenna Grace. She's phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. Finn Wolfhard, I felt, was a little underutilized in the, in the movie. I like that like he was. was I like that he was underutilized because they pushed him so much in the trailers that I didn't want yeah. him to be the main one. I like that he was to sort me, of like the, a sidekick to his sister. To me, like the only purpose he served in the in the movie was we need a character that can fix the car, give her a brother, and then we need a we need a fourth Ghostbuster at the end, so give him a, a love interest. And that was the extent Wait, of those two characters. Who's oh, you're talking about his girlfriend. I was the like, girl he meets yes. in the first act. That sorry, he likes. sorry. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were talking about podcasts. I was like, that, no, not podcast. No, a podcast. I like. Remember podcast? <laughs> I did enjoy podcasts. I think he was a little too on the nose, cliche character. Have you met but podcasters I he before? Really well. <laughs> no, I just mean like I think that it was just too on the nose, cliche. It's like we need to have like a nerd friend for her. Like, what do we do? Make him have a podcast. Well, but he was. Also, do, like but... they all fill an archetype too yeah. right where like yeah. she's little egon podcast yeah. is little uh right. i can't remember danic right he's right right yeah yeah 100 yeah. he's right so but then we don't have that i think the the thing we're kind of missing though is that we don't have a Vanquin? replacement yeah because like like i guess finn wolfhart's supposed to be no. the Bankman, but he's There's not no way. he's not well, yeah, but he's, you know, not. he's not he's not sarcastic he's not suave 
Um, he's yeah. he's an awkward teenager, which you know he plays on which Stranger Things. Makes sense that we shouldn't have a Venkman at like sixteen, seventeen yeah. years old yeah. either. Which was which was what I thought Paul Rudd's character, and like that's one thing I'll say that I enjoyed going into this movie was I had no idea, uh, based on the trailers or anything, what they were doing with his character, how his character was going to be utilized. You know, mm-hmm. is he just going to be one of the hapless adults that's you know like helping these kids along, or is he going to be like? he's going to team up with them and, and don the suit at the end kind of thing and be the new I, I like man. I like that and he's I, the, like the only one who kind of like knew what anything yeah, was that's what going I, on. He's like, you guys don't remember this big thing that happened in like fucking the 70s or whatever in the 80s in New York? Yeah, I, and I, I, I love that, that. I love the rapport between him and Phoebe in it too. Yeah. Like I thought, like the two of them really worked off each other well. I fully expected him to be like a ghost boy, a Ghostbusters fanboy who was like, who would have, been the one to introduce them to the whole world like these this is what proton pack does this blah 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 but yeah even better than that they use egon's ghosts and a ghost light to you know teach her how to use stuff um word did you didn't like that part <laughs> you didn't like the the him no no i the ghost, i know i i thought that that was a good utilization of of egon's character to have i i really did that that was another thing that i liked about it like i said everything up through the first half an hour, maybe even 40 minutes in the movie, I really liked. It where, wasn't where, where until... Where did it turn for you? As soon as all of the Memba, 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 as soon as that started, and then especially once they introduced who the big bad of the movie was, I was like, are you, it's, what, are you fucking kidding? We're just doing the first movie again. And I then have from to, that I have point to... forward, everything played out exactly the way the first movie yeah. went. I it was to... as soon as they introduced that Gozer was going to be the villain. Immediately, I was like, "Now I know why Paul Rudd is in the yeah, movie." Yeah, but this he's time the Death Star is the Death Star is bigger this time, though. Um, but is it? Like, we're here so bad. Some, some, some odd reason, so. um, the Emperor has returned. Um, for some, some no, somehow the somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have to agree. That's, just, that's, it, that's it, the part that disappointed me the most about this film is that they went back to an old. Ghost, like the, I mean, part, it, it's it not, makes sense, it, but it, it's, it, it, it's it, not just that they went yeah. back to an old villain. Like I would accept that, but they just followed the rest of the first movie storyline beat for beat yeah. at that point forward. Yeah. It just became, you know, like it just became a completely different movie. He had a great movie that he was working on, and then he threw it all the way for I, I guess the studio pushing for nostalgia, the studio pushing for. I don't know if it was back, the studio. Pull it them. into what the first movie. I don't know. It, it's but he it's just had to be he, too much of a. If you want to argue, it could be like like just to I don't that devil's advocate, but to you know give uh, Jason Reitman the benefit of the doubt, it could be that he went to the script and went, well, let's just do this because like it'll work, mm-hmm. or he went, Frig, this is where the story goes. Like the, I'm, you're writing the screenplay and you're like, beat like yeah, unfortunately that's how it works out. Like when you're writing the screenplay, like, I need to beginning, middle, end. I need to hit these beats. Yeah. Shit, that's where it went. I feel like not only that is that he's also he has to also play off of the 2016 film, right? Because they tried to do the first film as well, but their version of it, um, without going into Gozer and all of that, they tried to sort of remix it, and it went really badly and went really vocally badly because of all the people that hated the female Ghostbusters already, but just to add on top of the fact that it was a bad movie, unfortunately, um, yeah. It was a bad movie, um, but what I will give that movie credit for that I will give over this movie is that they at least tried something different in that movie. Yeah. This movie didn't. This movie was this movie. This movie started 
with something different and then partway through went, oh shit, we got to make it a Ghostbusters movie and steered far too into basically making a remake. This movie yeah, was I think, just... I think it was... should have been Vigo the Carpathian instead of Gozer. No, no. I, uh, this was I definitely... It should have been someone... No, no, I, wait, uh, let me talk. God damn it. <laughs> told you I was fired up for uh, this. this. This movie was a fucking, this was just like, this was legacy. Like this, they wanted to instill that in people. And the best way for them at the time to write this was what's the thing that people will remember. People remember Ghostbusters 2 not being the greatest. They have to go back. They went back to the first one. And that's the yeah. unfortunate thing. And like, I like the fact that there was a lot of, nostalgia but not too much like fucking rise of skywalker like if it went to that point of everything feeling wrong and the thing that i didn't mind don't you remember the scene where (laughs) bill murray said it's true all of it yeah the thing that that made this movie not made it not uh, be rise of skywalker for me is that it didn't undo the last two films right it Mm. didn't undo everything before it it felt like it could fit there i thought it was weird that um, because of all the time, the dates were many, many years apart. And then it was 1984 and 2021. That seemed like a really close mixture instead of all the hundreds of years as the previous in the calendar. Um, but, you know, I I wish they didn't go with the same ghost. I understand why they did it. I, I, I But there's also the thing that also bothered me is that I OK, I did like this movie a lot. There were no ghosts. There was hardly any ghosts in this movie. Yeah. You you see Muncher and then you see the one guy at the table and then you see the the eye popping ghost that was a toy. And that was yeah. that was it pretty much as the ghost, which sort of sucked. It sucks, yeah. The okay, I'm gonna make one more point on the whole <laughs> reintroduction of, of the ghoster as the villain. <laughs> but this is and and this is the point that I'll make about it. What uh, this is what irritated me the most about them bringing that back was that they introduced the new character of the uh the guy who created the tower ivo shandor and the, he's not yeah. new he's name dropped in the original in the first one yeah oh i didn't even realize he was named he was the, the architect but of the building that dana yeah. lives in yeah. in the first movie yeah so i was excited when they introduced him and i and i was thinking i'm like this isn't going to be a gozer story it's going to be his story they're bringing in a new villain that would and be cool. they're going to do and i was like and it's gonna you're thinking it's going gozer in that direction but then all of a sudden this guy's gonna take over as the big bad and i was like i love that and then it turned out to be nothing more than a fucking stupid jk simmons cameo yeah well it was i think i think what they wanted to do there was to show that um all of this planning was for not and that she was back this time. Olivia Wilde was back to not. Was so it she, her? Yeah, it was her. Because I didn't see her name in the credits. No, neither did J.K. Simmons. I, but I was yeah, pretty damn sure it was her. It is her, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was watching it. I'm yeah. like, I mean, it's not Sigourney Weaver, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's an uncredited cameo in this because um, she didn't really do much. I don't that even was, know if we hear her voice. I think no, it's all dubbed. I think it's, she's dubbed by um, what's her name from The Expanse, Sheree Agadashlu. Oh, oh Sheree Agadashlu. Yeah, yeah, which was phenomenal. I heard her voice. I was like, yeah. ah, I know who you are immediately. Hmm. <laughs> I um, mean, at least they got someone from you know not North America or like Western Europe to do a voice of a Sumerian god. I mean, that's that that's a nice touch for once. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so where in that movie, like you were saying when they started doing the, remember this, remember that? What part of that? Because there was a lot in it that I noticed. Which part in, like, did that start off for you? It's, 
It's just it, it. It started with the Nestle Crunch Bar, finding that, was, that in the pocket. That was very early, and then yeah, and Egon then seems like way Twinkie. too clean of a person to leave a fucking Nestle and, Crunch Bar wrapper yeah. in his pocket. And then finding the Twinkie in in the in the glove box. It just it it wasn't that there were so many callbacks and references to the original. It was every single one of them felt like there should have been a giant flashing neon arrow on the screen pointing at it. Steve and Jason Reitman's here. head <laughs> popping into frame going, eh? Hey, remember? Remember this? From the first one? Mem- yeah. Remember, remember Millennium Falcon? Remember, remember that? It's, remember, remember, these guys, remember these guys in the it, cantina bar? Look, they're walking over here now. Too, it was too beating you over the head. And I mean, yeah. even to like the end where the kid comes out with the mush, with the marshmallow bukkake all over him, you know, referencing Rick Brandis from the first one to the point that when they bust out of the statues at the end, her hand comes out exactly the same way Sigourney Weaver's hand came out. Like they literally, it, it, it was got to the point where at the end, when Winston is walking around the car by himself, I thought, he's going to scream out, I love this city. Like, he's going to scream that out. Like, they're going to do that I love back. this village. And then, But he didn't. And I was like, that is the most restraint that I've seen him use as far as callbacks to the first movie was not doing that. But it's just it was so hit you over the head with it. I, I, I feel like I, it didn't bother me that much, to be honest. I, I saw them and I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And I saw all the toy references because I have a shit ton of those toys, um, which I was like, oh, cool. I um, never owned any of the toys, so none of that stuff meant anything to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I just think it would have been nicer if it was more subtle, if it was like fun little Easter eggs for those of us who are fans of the original to, you know, like you don't catch them all the first time you watch the movie again. And I, oh, now I noticed this now in it. But they were just too much like not trying to defend him. But I don't think Jason Reitman does subtle in films. I just I'm thinking of his filmography. I'm like, I don't think subtle is something he does. Like, I'm not super familiar with this. Well, like, because when I, I went, I went through it. I'm like, oh, thank you for smoking. That's a great movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, that, I, that was, I think, his this. first like big film. And I'm like, nothing yeah. subtle about that film. No, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, well, and then I, there I was just, Juno I, and Up in the Air. Like, those are not, those are I, very apparent. Like, everything face. is, yeah. 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 Like, everything's very blatant and out in the open. So I just don't think that's his style you know, to the detriment or the benefit of whatever he's currently making, right? Um, did anyone... So I want to go into, like, the, the characters, a couple of the characters, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, this is about the characters. What did you think? So, yeah, Basically, the only thing, like, because I don't mind it, but, like, basically, your biggest complaint, Brent, is just, like, the story, and, like, everything else is more or less... All right. Okay. No, no, I have other problems. Okay. Oh, okay. I have a lot of other problems too. Do we want? Do we just want <laughs> to go the, over the movie though? We're talking about the. I already. I. I. I sent Eric a text and I said oh this movie God. did something that I never thought a movie could possibly do in my life. It made me hate Paul Rudd. Let's I start with Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd Let's go. Okay. I loved him. In what this. Is, so I, the, I loved Paul him. Rudd plays Gary Gruberson. Gary Gruber. Gary Gruberman. Gruberson. Gruberson. Who is a. Um, like an earthquake scientist. I don't remember what they're called. Seismologist. Seismologist. Yeah, you're right. But he's working at a high school. Which, I, you know, it's the I think States, he so makes sense. he went there to do summer school so that he could do his experiments. That's basically the premise of his character. Um, okay. There's been random earthquakes. We see that really early in the film as yeah. when they get there. Um, and um, he sort of introduces Phoebe, who's the granddaughter of Egon, to the world of Ghostbusters or something. And then sort of just sort of tags along. Um yeah. 
Go, Brent, go. No, I and here's the thing is, for the most part, I really did enjoy him and his character in the movie. The only time I didn't enjoy his character was once he becomes possessed at the end. And he essentially all he was doing for the rest of the movie was his best Rick Moranis impression. I think that was he was I think that he was, was not he and th- that's a choice I don't like. I think I would have preferred to see him have his own take on that instead of like so blatantly but Carrie, doing a Rick Moranis impression. But Carrie Coon also did her best Sigourney Weaver at that moment. Yeah. And that's another problem I have. Yeah. Is it was too much I, of like, that. It was too I much wonder of pull, again, pulling back to the original. I wonder if um, Jason wanted them like those two characters to be the key master and the gatekeeper. Like that's how they act. I also thought it was weird that Carrie um, got her own dress when she turned into like that was that was yeah, weird because it's insinuate. It's not like it's it's not like a thing that happens in the eighty four film. She like, just shows she shows just up in a different on, scene. like a dress. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this movie, it's like it's magic. It's like, what happened here? What like you now have the power to create or like like trans like some sort of transmogrify matter? What what happened? What where did this come yeah. from? Just so you could have that callback. But it's not even the same dress. It's different. Yeah, yeah even the, like Paul Rudd being on the, I think I feel like Paul Rudd and um, Callie. Okay. Oh, sorry, I should say Gruberson and uh, Callie. Um, yeah. They sort of mix both of them because there are times when um, when uh, Gruberson felt like Sigourney Weaver's character, like like when she was lying on the rock and stuff like that. And um, all they had to do was swap it and make him. The sexy one, uh, Zool, mm-hmm. and her, the keymaster, and that would have been hilarious. We would have yeah. gone, "Wow, this is this is brilliant! What a brilliant choice!" That would have been. And instead, really they just went, "Let's do the same thing with different people." That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I agree with that. And to, yeah, and like just that blatant, like to the point where he even walks like him. Impression, mm-hmm. like when he was walking towards her, coming off that rock, it was that's all I pictured was his was Rick Moranis from the first movie. It's weird too because actors usually don't want to imitate other actors, yeah. especially like I I assume Paul Rudd would look up to someone like Rick Moranis. I um and as I most think actors probably do, but I feel and like I that think was- that it was one hundred percent because Rick Moranis didn't come back to do this movie that I don't know if it was somebody telling him to do it or if Paul himself made the choice. I want to honor Rick by, I mean, by no, he's an I, actor I, regardless. I, yeah. Like yeah. if he if yeah. he if he made the choice to do it, it's up to the director to go, no, I don't yeah. want you to do that thing. So I feel like at it's, this it's point, on the director. I feel like at that point it's those characters are being those characters yeah, again. Those, so those they are have the, to yeah, act the key like master that. And, and Zool yeah. are yeah. those characters. Yeah. And that was another problem with the characters. As as soon as Gozer is introduced as the villain, I instantly knew this is what Paul Rudd's character is from the movie. This is what the mother's character is from the movie. Yeah. There was no surprises through the rest of it. You knew exactly. The only surprise was the them pulling the mother out at the end. Yep. I was and surprised switching about it out for And switching it out for the girl. I will say, like, at least they did something original there. That was really neat. Um, I forgot where I was going to go. Because now, now I sort of want to go off of what Brent thinks about this movie and just sort of face that. Um, I want to go talk about Egon because Egon's sort of that missing character in this movie, but he's present throughout the whole the whole film. Mm-hmm. What do you think of his legacy? He, the fact that he left, he one got a family and then left it uh, pretty pretty soon afterwards, and then like his his touch on on each of these characters in the film. I think it makes sense. 
I think it makes a lot of sense. If Egon, because Egon was the one who was like, oh shit, Doomsday is coming, right? Like he was the one who figured it out basically in both movies was like, this is going to be a big problem and we need to contain it. Mm -hmm. And if he knows that, like, I mean, they dealt with Gozer in their first movie. So if he's like, if this thing comes again, how, what, how are we going to deal with it? So unfortunately, yeah, he sacrifices literally everything, including his family. So he can prevent that. I think that fits with his character. I just, yeah. you know, I, like, I, I, I don't know if it's, it's fun in, in any way. It, it's sad. They did his legacy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think jumping off of what you said, the fact that like in the first two movies, he's the one who's who's always talking that it, this is bigger than everyone understands. So it made sense for his character to be the the doomsday sayer in this movie and everything. I know, I know a bunch of people online for some reason. I guess they haven't seen Ghostbusters too. They were sad that uh, Janine Melnitz was not the person that hooked up with Egon at uh, to make these kids. Thoughts? Yeah, she 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 uh, hits on him a lot in the <laughs> first movie, yeah, but not yeah. in the second one as much because that's when well, she they, starts um, going. They did, with... they did kind of indicate in this one that they were friends a bit on the side. Really, I, yeah. I didn't think it was that type of friends. We're doing the the uh, finger I, into the hole here. I don't think the um, audio they, listeners needed to know that. <laughs> yeah, they did. did you did you stay for both credit scenes? Yeah, I, I didn't watch either. I would say in the second credit scene, it. it Fairly well indicated that. I don't know. That was a that was a scene from Ghostbusters one. I think past that point, I don't think, especially what we saw in Ghostbusters I, two. I, I don't. I got the vibe and the fact that she's the one showing up at the house talking about you know like oh I took care of his finances. Like I think the most surprising thing is that Egon at any point had time to have a family. Yeah. Based on how obsessed he was with science to begin with. Like that's maybe the the biggest plot hole to me. I think it's it's they well Ray was talking about how everything had started to die down and you know you got to keep up with stuff I guess or do other things. Right, but like other they were all struggling. Like if you watch Ghostbusters two, they're all struggling. I don't assume that things just work out for them after Ghostbusters two, right? It does. Like, for, clearly things it does for things Winston. didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, but things didn't work out for for Egon obviously as we learned in this movie. Mm-hmm. But like the other ones like. Like Ray still has a fucking bookstore in 2021, a cult bookstore in 2021. I mean, what? what? Niche markets are very important. <laughs> I was expecting to see a little like a mogwai in there when they the, the, the only way in. that bookstore stays in business if it's the bookstore from Ninth Seal. Mm-hmm. Is it the Ninth Seal? The ninth, Johnny Depp. The ninth. Yeah, that was the. Ninth was, Gate, Ninth, Ninth, Gate. Ninth Gate, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of the other legacy characters? We get to see Venkman, I, Stance, and I get, I get two more things I want to say about Egon. Oh God, no, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just one really quickly. I like I said, I really think that they did his they legacy did well, right. and and I think they did Harold Ramis right in this. Um, yeah, like the the CGI interpretations of him at the end and everything. I they thought were was eerily really good, like very good the, and very very well done very touching not mm-hmm. overly used they didn't go crazy with it it was just right it was uh, a nice tribute to him and some um, people were sort of annoyed that he didn't talk but egon wasn't really one to talk right so yeah. i feel like in that moment yeah. it felt right i, I sat there the whole ghost. time going are they going to attempt a voice with him or not i like, was glad are they, they going to attempt to dissimulate and i'm like, happy they didn't as well the yeah. ghosts hardly talk at all in ghostbusters anyway right yeah. they usually just scream they usually just scream noises. and laugh so yeah I, what i felt or, it did feel like it, it felt like 
cool, but at the same time, it was like, is this how ghosts work in Ghostbusters now? Like, they can also be helpful. They're not just, like, awful. Because all we've ever seen in Ghostbusters, are, other than Slimer, who is definitely uh, a hindrance or uh, annoying, is there, they cause, and they fucking kill people. I wonder, because the ooze from the second movie that they sprayed on that, I guess it wasn't ghosts, it was more of a ethereal substance. Ectoplasm? Was that what was in the packs in the second one? I thought it was something I I'm special. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm ha- only halfway through rewatching it, and I haven't watched it since yeah, I was a kid. That, that river of slime stuff yeah. that yeah. they that they um, gathered. They keep they keep showing it to me whenever I go to my dental office. It seems to be the only <laughs> movie they can play I, there. I thought it was weird that um that although this is the like a little incidency weird thing when they put on when they turn on that giant ghost trap at the end of the dirt. Uh, Egon was the only he thing that didn't get, get pulled into it. it. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, that that's was another thing convenient. I wondered at the end. Why didn't he go into it? Because it was all bad um, ghosts. And he, maybe right, he's a. Although, but, maybe. I don't know, I'm going to. This is a theory that doesn't make sense. Um, all the ghosts that do go in it came from that temple. I don't know if that does anything. Like, they was all attuned to that. I, uh, it doesn't make I sense. I just. My, 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 my thing was he stepped back. He took a couple steps they back. They pulled ghosts from the town. <laughs> to be fair, Egon, Egon's also the one who built that trap, so he, yeah. maybe he was aware of not to be anywhere near it. He, they pulled ghosts from the town, <laughs> which was far away. Anyway, not important. Well, let's just mention this the same way that the last point I'm going to make about Egon in the movie is the fact that why are none of us talking about how he can see the future? What? Explain to me how when the kids suit up at the end of the movie and they go in and they take the four Spangler costumes out of that thing, they all fit the kids fucking perfectly, including podcast. Who's like two foot eight. Maybe they have like ties inside. Well, what happened was is what happened was Egon hired hired a uh, costume designer for the movie. And the costume designer made sure that the costumes fit the kids for the movie. I was like, every <laughs> single one of those four costumes fit the four different body types perfectly. If it's one of those things where it's like somebody was like, are you sure by this point people are going to like, listen, if they are, if they have a problem with this part of the story, <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes into the movie or whatever, if, yeah. if they have a problem with this, then they're going to have a problem with the ghosts being real. Yeah. And, and that's that's why I'm here right now. I'm that guy. While I we, represent that guy. While we're talking about issues with the movie, <laughs> Brent, um, <laughs> let's uh, and we talked about Egon. Let's talk about the other legacy characters we see. We see Venkman. We see Stance. We see Zedmore. We see um, at the end. Um, we'll mm-hmm. talk about um, Dana Barrett and uh, Janine Melnitz, I guess, right after it. Um, what do you think of their introduction at the end to come in? Right at the end and help I, out. I mean, again, saw it coming a mile away. Yeah, uh, yeah, super right. obvious. I think yeah. it, it just what felt weird was that like uh, the way Ray talks to the you know the granddaughter, and then he's like, "Hmm, I guess we have to go out there." But like they just skip. It's it's the, it's like it's like it's like super convenient that he knows exactly where they are and they can get there just in time and like all it's like what well, there was that a happen? giant fucking thing over the house. I feel like they knew. No, 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 no. I'm talking about no, like, did I, they get there in a day? The three of I them, what, he did they did all know. hop on planes? I feel like they just, it, didn't this just happen they, in a couple days? They, I feel like they just went straight there. She calls him like yeah. the night before everything goes down, though. Yeah, right? isn't that like only she, like two days there? Like It's not even, it, they have like, they'll say they have 
24 hours to mm-hmm. make like the other Ghostbusters have 24 hours. So he assembled them. Did he like he just knew where Egon was, I guess? And yeah, I'm just, not even he did. This. She, 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 <laughs> I'm pretty sure she said the, the town that they were in. So okay. I feel like I feel like that. I thought he just I thought he just knew. Because he referenced, you know, like, oh, he moved to some town in Kansas. Yeah, 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 you're right. He did say that. Presuming so he doesn't Ray know did reference that he then. knew. Right? Going the one with the giant ghost cloud over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Um, I've, did anyone feel out of place? They all seem right in their characters? Yeah, no, yeah. No, I, 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 for, I, I mean, besides how obvious it was that that's how they were going to appear at the end, that they really set that up uh, for us to know. I I thought that the rapport between the three of them was just threw you right back into the first movie. When like they <laughs> felt like the same, they felt like the same. But yeah. no, I'm saying that it, this is in a positive way. They felt like it they felt were. like seeing old friends again. They felt like the characters. There was no real having to push me into it and make me believe it. Did it weird you out to see them in the 2016 version? I mean, I've seen Bill Murray, what he looks like now, so it doesn't weird me out to see him. And and Ernie Hudson doesn't seem to age either. No, no. He, he ages very gracefully as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite part of them coming back was Winston looking at the Egon ghost while they're shooting mm-hmm. their proton streams, <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, that was a great Oh, uh, and then moment. if you watch, Bill Murray does the same thing. He kind of looks over afterwards and just kind of does like a, <laughs> I guess we've gotten to this point. Um, I think that also, if we go back to Egon, I thought it was a very touching moment for him to help his granddaughter. I really like that. I thought that was yeah. that heart. That that like gave that. me as much as I hated a lot of this movie. That gave me the feels when mm-hmm. when you see the ghost hand go over hers. Did yeah. you? How did you feel about the part where the mom was like, "Oh, he really loved us the whole time." I knew, like, oh, I, like she's yeah, like she I'm, just hates her dad her whole life, and she's like. Time to do a complete 180. Like, well, she saw well, the wall she, of pictures. There was pictures. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing as spending time with your kids. Yeah. He was stalking her from afar. I, I knew yeah, that's it was better. Coming. That's that's better, right? Um, not only did I not know him, but he was watching me the whole time. So he had time to watch me, but he didn't have time to talk to me. I wonder if his mom or her mom was sending him stuff and she knew what was up. I don't know. They don't yeah, really talk it, about think, her mom. I think that would be a good deleted scene. Just like the mom, like she, you know, like the daughter, unless her mom isn't around anymore, but she yeah. calls her mom. She's like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And the mom was like, I wanted to tell you, but your father was like worried that he didn't she want you involved out, in this yeah. because it's dangerous. That would right? be a good thing. That would have been a really good scene to help set up like, why he got, you know, even more of like, why there's this disconnect. And then why the daughter suddenly has this, complete fucking 180 and yeah. not just like oh he did love me i feel like the mom he still abandoned you like <laughs> i feel like the mom's not there anymore because she would have had the, been the one to go there and take possession of everything it had to go not there. if they got divorced that's right? fair that's fair that's fair um which is insinuated that the parents are not together anymore mm-hmm. um we also and the mom's ghost shows up <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the other head uh no so <laughs> so we also see janine and uh dana uh, dana barrett show up at uh, sort of post credits da- um yeah, janine shows up earlier that. um dana yeah. barrett shows up sigourney weaver shows up at, with uh peter vankman and they do the you know the card thing yes, at the but beginning they do of a scene Summer. from the first movie yeah but they reverse she's the one shocking him i thought it was cute uh it was nice i did actually her. think that scene was cute just like for that, the whole fact that, like, when she just keeps shocking him until he finally admits, yeah, I was only shocking the guys. Uh, yeah, and then and, uh, she's like, uh, what was the other one? Did you mark the cards? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, uh, there was also a, a 
second post credits. We'll go into the the earlier the the new team later, but um, the second post credit for Dave who didn't stay and watch, um, showed Winston in New York City re sort of reopening the the firehouse and, um, I guess get for some reason that building still is abandoned. Yeah. Well, they talk about in the movie how it was a Starbucks, like it got bought out and turned yeah. into a Starbucks. Although it but looks it, But abandoned. now when we see it, it's com- it's completely abandoned again. But we see him opening it and he's got Ecto-1 now. So yeah. he's like putting it into the, pulling it into the garage. So this is pretty much them setting up uh, young Ghostbusters, right? I mean, so that's what I would actually was like it to though? see. Yeah, I think so. Because to me... Yeah, but at the end of the movie, didn't they just take everything from the kids and bring no. it back to New York? They took Ecto one. They I, took the guns. They I took everything. I didn't mean that those kids would be the next Ghostbusters. Yeah, because there was there were plans like uh, I was gonna say Ray. Um, um, what's his name? Fuck Dan Aykroyd. A long time ago, had talked about bringing back Ghostbusters as Ghostbusters International, where they would set up teams around the world. And I think this is what yeah. they're gonna. Especially since they started Ghost Corps another a couple years ago, so that Ghostbusters was more of a multi. Uh, I think film this movie's thing. called Ghost Corps internationally. Oddly enough, what? like in certain markets, yeah, yeah. I think it actually has Ghost Corps at the start. In, in well, that, the, that that's the title of the the production company that they do it under now, the Ghostbusters oh, films. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what Dan Aykroyd Dan Aykroyd started uh, Ghost Corp so that he could make Ghostbuster films and then be mm-hmm. in a connected universe. Um, you know, because that's the which, that's that's the thing. So which I'm, to me, to, to jump off that point, if you're gonna, if that's where you think that they're heading with it, that they're gonna start with like a new team of younger Ghostbusters, then what the fuck was the point of the? F- Four I, new ones from this movie. I think it was to to bring us back into the world. Like that's why mm. I think I think this is mostly just a legacy film, like show that this is where we've come from there, and then we're gonna move forward. I can see it's, Finn I, Wolfhard showing up as one of the new recruits. I hope not. I it's know. honestly the only one that I would really care about to see back again, like that I really would want to see back is Mechanic Race. Yep, but apparently agreed. she's announced that she's retiring from acting. Nice. Yeah, she's good choice. She uh, apparently she uh, suffered an injury or something to her back, and she's retiring from acting for a few years. Oh. Good for her. Uh, she's probably she's probably just paid off. Like that to me is like that's a kid who's got their fucking head on their shoulders. Yeah, and I hope to see them come back years later. Yeah. Well, there's a I, there was a story today about a bunch of like um, people who got hurt just recently on on films again, and you you heard about what happened with Black Panther too, right? Uh, the girl who played Shuri, her oh, yeah, injury is yeah. way worse than what they thought, and they just oh. closed production right now. Like, uh, that sucks. Ooh, shit. Yeah, so they're waiting till she's much better to start back up. Like that's, that's did so Alec Baldwin shoot her? Uh, I, I can't remember what studio, but they just announced that they're like they're they're like they'll never have a lot. Whatever studio is a big studio, maybe Disney. They're like we're never putting a live gun that on was, set. Um, so that that um, the first person to say that to. To have said that was Dwayne Johnson. His production company and any film moving forward that he's involved with will not um, use a live gun on set. The Nathan Fillion show, The Rookie, they said the same thing. They're no longer going to use real guns. Like, They're going to use toy guns and do CGI like John flashes. Wick. John Wick hasn't been using real guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all time. fake. Yeah. Like it's all done in post. Like there's a whole bunch of corridor videos about how their fucking muzzle flashes aren't big enough. But also, like, yeah. they're not real. But also, like, um, Keanu Reeves actually. Because he's so well trained, he actually checks every chamber as well at, when he uses it, which is crazy. That yeah. Well, he's. I mean, it's one of those things. Not well. I don't. We don't have to get into it. But like, that's not his job, technically speaking. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. 
but he's just adding that extra level of safety for but him. But he's also his been self. working with guns since what was he like twenty in speed, right? Like yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, the other two people that have talked about injuries on set were um, the people on the Uncharted film and The Witcher. Mm. So it's been a big top topic about injuries on set and how safe people really should oh, yeah. be. Yeah, one of the guys left The Witcher. They had to recast him, right, because he got injured. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Early in production. Yeah. The, the Mesomir, one of the other witchers. The ha- one of his hamstrings was permanently injured, so he can't. He had the like it ended his action career. Like he that can't do action. That is why you anymore. have insurance. And I read, um, or I heard a story recently too that there was another person who was almost killed on the set of Rust as they were uh, when they were striking all the sets. Jesus, someone got like it, it wasn't like an injury from anything. It was like they got apparently bit by a spider that was local to where they were filming, and it almost killed them. <laughs> Uh, Curse production. That movie's never coming out. No, yeah. it'll it no. just won't be done. It'll never come out. Uh, Not that any of us. Yeah. Yeah. From my understanding, they they shut production down. Yeah, permanently. yeah I think they're shelv- shelving that. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, Janine, she was fine in the movie. Dana Barrett, for mm. what we saw, fine. Um, let's talk about the new people. We have uh, Trevor, played by Finn Wolfhard, Phoebe McKenna Grace, podcast played by no- Logan Kim, and. Lucky, I did not really realize that's her name, played by <laughs> Celeste O'Connor. I totally forgot her name. If we don't yeah, have Phoebe, I think we don't need the rest of the characters for yeah. any subsequent films because none of them, like, they're good. I they would love fine. podcasts to show roles. up. I like podcasts a lot. I think he I like podcasts, but I don't think podcasts could carry the group without, yeah, without right? uh, Phoebe. You're no, not going to no, watch no, a no, Dan Aykroyd sure. movie except for Coneheads, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like I could see, I could see Phoebe and I could see podcast returning. And I think the other two, I don't really care. They're interchangeable to me. Give um, or take. If she doesn't, I feel like we didn't know anything. We didn't really learn anything about the girl other than she's the sheriff's daughter and she's snarky as was everybody in this movie. Because she it's also a works at a diner though. Remember diners? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anywhere that McKenna Grace has retired. Is I just heard it a couple days ago. There, she was talking. They were talking something about how she wasn't going to make any movies for a little while because of an injury. But and I think she wanted to focus on. I feel like, like Ghostbusters, the next Ghostbusters, if this movie makes bank, and it looks like it is making bank, um, will be a couple years away. So maybe she'll show up. I mean, I'm not gonna. I think I would prefer them to just do something. I, what I would like to see is them focus on uh, Winston. Because he didn't get his due in the first movie, and then they didn't fix that in the second movie, yeah. right? And because looked, they yeah. cut like a whole part of the script that was his storyline, because he just shows up sort of at not quite in order, just like takes a job, yeah. and he's never had like he's like just like well he's it's like it's like well he's the black Ghostbuster. No, 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 he's supposed to be a lot more than that. We just yeah. never get it. And I would like to see him lead his group of Ghostbusters, and then we can also tell his story. I feel like he's—I feel like he's going to be the head of Ghostbusters International. Like he'll be the Charles Xavier to everyone. Like that would be amazing. Ernie Hudson's a good fucking actor. He's amazing. Did you know that he does? He has not watched The Crow since uh, the initial. um, Since he had to watch it when he was at the the first. I mean, I, first can, I can believe that. I can believe that. Would you want to watch? Yeah. 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 Would you want to watch your friend die? No, like, yeah. no. I know it's just, it's terrible, but yeah, he was talking about it. I never, uh, I also be- never knew until recently that it was Michael Massey was the one who, who fired the shot that killed him. I did not know did that not either. Know that. Oh shit. Yeah, that's why I, he did. That's why he didn't act for like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, that's, I thought it was, I thought the shot was during the whole like boardroom sequence. 
where he's fighting like the 30 guys all at once. But no, it was fun boy killed him. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, could you imagine living with that? Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. I think, um, after that, the only thing, the first thing I saw him do after the crow was he was in season one of 24. He played uh, one of the main villains in that. Yeah. So like a couple of years later, uh, that's rough. Oh, 10 it was about 10 years after. Well, 24 was in 2001. The crow was in 94. Yeah, yeah, but he might have. Oh, right. he, yeah. The thing is, he might have been working on other stuff subsequently. That came out, right? and yeah, that's fair. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything else we need to really touch upon on this? Like, I like the movie a lot. Um, I I can gloss over a lot of that nostalgia or like the the interface nostalgia because I'd it say, didn't bother me as much. I'd say much like um, the Force Awakens, it is a fun movie. That's a that's a that, good. That is that, a that is a very apt comparison. That yeah. Basically, does what a previous yeah. movie did, but I but I don't. I feel like the Force Awakens was a little more. Remember, remember Han Solo. Yeah. Remember, because this movie wasn't like remember characters. The characters just are literally in the movie and do stuff. Right? See, yeah, and and it, it was sort of like remember Gozer here, but it's playing off that storyline. They're not just like we made a better Death Star. Huh? Yeah, it's bigger. I mean, the, but it, well, in the same way, in the both movies, the threat's the same. Whereas yeah, yeah. In, in Star Wars, it's like, listen, the Empire can just blow up fucking planets. Now we can blow up more planets. Okay, whatever. Um, this is like, Gozer just ends the world if Gozer does Gozer. what they want. So, yeah. like, we got to shut it down before it gets now, to that point. Now, you keep saying they're, like, it's it's the bigger, better, like, badder, they're, you know, Gozer 2.0. I don't think it's or, bigger, better. No, is it? I don't think I was, it is. That, that's, that's, maybe, it was. Like, I think that's, it's that's what I was gleaming from what you were saying. Cause, like, so maybe I it's more like Return of the Jedi, where it's just it's another like, Death Star. You just made another Death because, Star? Because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, in the original, like it's on top of that building. It's a fantastic scene. You've got the entire skyline of New York. You get She summons in the Snake Puff Marshmallow Man. And in this one, it's like they're fighting. They, they bring in that big pyramid, but then they're just standing on the bottom couple steps of it. I think that the thing is, and, is, she's, yeah. and she doesn't notice that this kid is wheeling a remote control car under yeah. her. Did it? And feel then weird? it takes place on a farm. Did it seem weird that this movie, since it was rehashing that, didn't go, you get to choose the form of your destroyer? Yeah. Maybe, right? Well, maybe it's because this time he said yes when she asked the question. Yeah. Or they asked the question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ray, if you, this time, asked, yeah. if you were a god. <laughs> I did, there, there are three likes I did like how really he funny. still didn't want to do it. And they were like, Ray? <laughs> yes, yes, we're all gods. Um, I like the idea that the first movie, they pushed Gozer back into the temple. That's why she was able to come back. Mm. And then this one, they had to trap her. Like, I like that Egon thought of a way yeah they didn't to... trap Gozer. they didn't trap Gozer the first time, no they right? pushed her back no but yeah. Gozer's a god not a ghost so i don't i don't Somehow i don't know Gozer how that works returned? but they I also pulled Gozer, her apart it, it, too at the end of the day <laughs> Gozer is like an entity yeah so. a spirit yeah and she was sort of like her strength was based on the amount of ghosts right that were around mm. that's why new I york mean, was with I'll, I'll be happier with this movie retroactively if they don't do what Star Wars did after I The agree. Force Awakens. Because The Force Awakens gave us a lot of promise. And I think this movie does give us a lot because they show we can make a modern Ghostbusters movie that will appeal to people. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not it's not like it's a bad or terrible movie. All of our disagreements are like, well, you're kind of you're not doing anything new, which is most reboots. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, now that you've brought it back, go do something new, but make sure it's good. Don't just change it for the sake of changing it, right? Yeah. Like you can you can do something with this now. Yeah. Hopefully. 
Um, I will also give props to whoever did the score for this movie because oh, Rob Simonson. Nope, that's not right. Uh, was that right? Rob Simonson? Whoever did the music oh. for this, Pitch Perfect felt right. Like it, it felt like the old music without um, just lifting the entire score. They lifted parts and motifs, mm-hmm. but not the entire mm-hmm. score, which I liked. And that, yeah, and that it was fun. Like they, you, they got little nods to the to the music throughout it, which was nice. Um, um yeah. Did you it. see it with D Box? Yeah, it was not worth it. The D Box. Okay, for the most part, it was not. But what I will say that was worth the price for the D Box was the first time she fires up the proton. Oh pack yeah, and you felt the vibrations going up your back. Yeah, and I was that like, felt. Oh. I will say that Dune has ruined D Box for me because that movie was perfect with with D Box. Perfect. Um, the first ever movie I saw with um with D Box was Ghostbusters twenty sixteen, um, and it made that movie very fun because me and Megan were laughing the whole time because the D box did not sync up <laughs> properly with the movie at all. Like they were doing camera motions on, on screen and the chair would be like doing the opposite motion. And we're like, why are we going this way? What, what, what is do? Why is this happening? Um, this, it was this so one. I felt like they, they just found weird times to use it. Like there was a lot of times where I feel like during the car chases and that yeah. where they're using it, where I felt they could have utilized it more. Yeah, but then all same. of a sudden, like, but then all of a sudden you're just sitting there and someone starts walking and your chair is like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And then sometimes it was just entirely like not being used. And, I was like, okay, that's weird. There's a weird moment. And then, not yeah. Use and every time someone slid down the pole, your chair leaned back and I'm like, what? That's not how poles work. <laughs> I thought it was going to move forward, to be honest. Um, the I'm going to end this off with... Um, wait, any final thoughts before we move I, forward? I've, I've I, expressed everything. I think Dave was really apt with that, right, uh, with that um, Force Awakens with the, yeah, comparison. I, I think agree. that's really good. Um, although, to be fair, when I saw Force Awakens, I wasn't as happy as I was after watching this movie. I would also say the Force Awakens did do some cool shit. Yeah. Right. That wasn't in Star Wars before. Right. Like it did do like when Finn used the lightsaber, like, whoa, a non-Jedi. Oh, cool. And that's so what they were going to go with that. And then this they movie did didn't it. really do that. It was like granddaughter of Ghostbuster, also Ghostbuster. Although oh, okay. they did do RC uh, trap and they did the, the pop out shooting thing I from there the. Were, I'm pretty sure there was. One. That was a toy, though. I'm pretty sure my cousin had that RC car that you hit a button and it just went beep. And that was it. It was just I an RC car that also opened. Don't recall that. But but we didn't see it on screen. I know. I That's was like five. So <laughs> I put I put lightsabers on stormtroopers when I was a kid because I remember seeing the Ralph McQuarrie art for it. Anyway, it's not important. Um, let's end this off with uh, a hot take, a hot take. Mm-hmm. And I want I want your opinion on this. So at the end of Ghostbusters 2016, the answer to the call um, in the post credit scene, we see. Oh, God, I don't remember any of their names. Chris, not Chris Wade, Kate McKinnon whoever mm-hmm. she was, Jillian Holtzman. She's listening to some ethereal technology and listening to things. And she says, um, what's Gozer? And you're like, oh, cool. So I guess they're going to do that for the next storyline if they, this movie does well. And there has been talks about, because this is in an alternate universe, the answer the call cast, would you want them to show up in any of these future Ghostbusters no. movies? Not at no. all? I don't, no. Only if they want to think- do it. I yeah. think at I think we've officially uh as a, as a uh as a people 
washed our hands clean of that movie by at this point. I think nobody is clamoring to see those characters again. Nobody's clamoring to see that universe again. I think we're now, especially now that we've gone back to the original universe and reintroduced the original characters, we're done. We don't need to see them again. Yeah, move on. You yeah. know, I wouldn't mind seeing them. I don't care. After what they did to Luke Skywalker in the last two Star Wars films, just let those people, let, listen, let Bill Murray rest. I, I no no I I, I I I wouldn't mind seeing Kate McKinnon show up randomly go through a portal and be in their universe for like a final of a of a trilogy, like I think that would. Are be you gonna have any of them bring in Leslie Jones? Leslie Jones. Yeah. Leslie Jones. I, like makes Leslie Jones. I mean, I can't really comment. I didn't watch that movie. It was not good. Yeah. I wanted it to be good too, which made me sad. If it was good, I would have watched it. But yeah. everyone said it was bad. So Leslie Jones. Was, okay, so have you seen? Have you have you watched Bridesmaids? Uh yeah, it's all right. Okay, now picture four of them wearing proton packs. Ah, I wouldn't say well, that. That would have been a good movie, though. Mm. Yeah, that would have been much better. Bridesmaids was a good comedy. I will say that Chris Hemsworth, hilarious in this movie. Yes, he was fantastic. Um, I did watch Men in Black International. That was terrible. Yeah, it's not great. No, not good. Anyways, yeah, skip that one. Excited for more Ghostbusters, Dave? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, if it's Ernie Hudson led, absolutely. Yes. Brent. I'm excited to see where they can go next now that we clearly can't go back anymore. We've gone back enough. Let's move forward. I, I look forward to the Carpathian showing up in the next movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> Make Oscar the next, like, reintroduce Oscar as the next lead Ghostbuster. You know what I would love to see? I would love to He's see. He's that from the cartoon. Now. That's from the cartoon, right? Oscar, Oscar was Sigourney Weaver's kid. From the oh, from yeah. Ghostbusters too. Well, he'd be reintroduce he'd him be my age basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn, that would be cool. That's, yeah, that's I could be the next I, Ghostbuster, guys. That's honestly me. where you I, need to see <laughs> fight ghosts. Have and I will allow this to have Paul Rudd move to New York and lead the next team. I am perfectly fine with Gary Gruberson. Or whatever, guys, Gruberman, Gruberson. Let's. I would be perfectly happy with him leading the next Sony, team as long as Sony, he leaves look, the Rick I'm going to look right down camera one, Sony. Me, Paul Rudd, Ernie Hudson, and uh, who's the who's the, who's the who's the woman from uh, from Free Guy? I can't remember her name. Co- J- Jody Coomer. Jody, Jody Coomer. Uh, Jody Coomer. Yeah. And her four of us busting ghosts. Let's do it. I'd like to see a lady Ghostbuster. I would like to see her as a lady Ghostbuster. If, if they make another Ghostbuster, there's going to be at least one lady Ghostbuster. What sure. was? Do you? Does anyone remember what the proposed cast was when they originally were going to do the younger one? Because I know Paul Rudd was actually yeah yeah he was, was considered. Emma Stone was going to be the female. She'd yeah. be great. She'd be great. Emma um, Stone's great. Who in everything. were the other two? Because um, they did have it actually like cast like the dream cast that they had put uh, feelers out to to come back. Oh, who was it? I can't uh, remember who the other two were. I like how we were supposed to end the podcast with that, but we didn't. <laughs> Hannibal Burris? Jason Siegel? Is this from Yeah, oh this is this is from Men's Health. Oh. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Finn Wolfhart. Wait, this is just the cast of the current oh, movie. That's the cast the, of the current movie. This is the people they wanted. Jason Siegel, Hannibal Burris, Phoebe Waller Bridge, Randall Oh, Randall Park. John Mulaney, Nick Kroll. Randall sure. Park, yes. Please. Randall Park would be amazing. Randall Park would be good. I'll give you John Mulaney. I would yeah. be happy. I'm, I love John Mulaney in anything. So apparently she passed on the 2016 one. So the Who did? 
Emma Stone. Stone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was like, I don't want to be another because she had just finished Spider Man. She's like, I don't want to be another franchise. Yeah. So fair enough. That, that's fair. It's not like it hurt her career to not do a Ghostbusters movie. She's she's doing great. Yeah, she is. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna go do Aloha instead. What uh oh, you had to bring it there. Um <laughs> Thank you guys for talking about Ghostbusters. Thank you, Brent, for ranting about Ghostbusters. Um, I think next week, do you guys want to do the Game Awards or do you, or I guess we're going to do the, the top three. We'll do either top three or we're going to do our our table read next week or in two I, weeks. I, we'll I'll do it. either. I do top you know, I haven't played most of those games. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll be here. What else are we going to do? I would be okay with just doing like if they when they do like if we did a stream during it, but to do a podcast afterwards, I don't think there's much point to that. I'd rather just people do the, like to know our opinion. We have dozens well, and, and of we fans, can, and we can we can discuss our opinion on the winners and the news at the opening. But I mean, to do an entire podcast, I think it's better for us to do our dozens. top threes. Keep in mind, keep in mind that there will be premieres during the Game Awards. There That's will fair. be trailers during the Game Awards. Yeah. And I would love to live react to all those things. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for a live reaction to it. All right, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go. I'll contact them. See if we can get media. Passes. And if you don't want to, Brett and I will just shout at each other on the Internet. Into, into We're good at that. What I yeah. want to do is actually uh, project the actual um, awards. Th- can, Eric, I think you can do that anyway. Like, no, no, you need, you need, uh, you don't, because to, people, people do that. Yeah, no, so, but I don't want a okay. DMCA strike. I just played the Radiohead game the other day. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Or, we're, yeah, and you, you know what I'm talking about. Goodbye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.